Hello everybody, this is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries San Diego. So glad to be with you all again on this wonderful day that God has created. And so I'm hoping that you're having a blessed week. Uh, we're at the end of this week and so we're just um, excited and elated of the great things that God is going to do and what he is already doing. Amen and amen. Uh, grateful for you all again for tuning in. Uh, love you guys with the love of Christ. Let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. Now, this is something I wanted to share real quick because uh, I had somebody bring this to my attention. That um, when I'm giving scriptures out, I always, and I just kind of fell in love with it. There's really no set way. Uh, when I give scriptures, it's usually from the ESV, which is the English Standard Version of the Bible. And so when you follow me and maybe the words that I quote are coming from a different translation, or that's the translation that I always use, the ESV. Now, some people use the King James, some people use the uh, the New King James, uh, the NIV, whatever um, that you're being edified with. Uh, I'm good with it, but I just, just want you guys to know that when you're following me, you're trying to find the scriptures and it looks a little different, that's the reason why, it's because I always use the ESV as uh, the translation that I choose uh, to use to kind of bring some clarity, hopefully to you and, and also to me, because I'm reading this stuff. So uh, again, thank you guys for tuning in. So we're going to get right into our podcast. we got a lot to cover tonight. Um, and tonight's episode is a really good one, as it always uh, is. And it's entitled, Letting Go of Anger. Now, by the raising of hands, I can't see you, obviously, but uh, how many of you guys have some anger issues? Or maybe you've had an anger experience that you're not so proud of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all of us have dealt with some form of anger. So the Lord led me to this particular topic because I really believe that right now, especially in 2020, we have a lot of angry people and uh, we're going to learn about anger and how it could be good and how it could be destructive. And so we're going to get right into the topic, but but letting go of anger, you know how important it is to let go of anger. It's probably the most crucial thing that you could do in one's life because anger is just like a disease. It, it will continue to eat and chew away at your very being. And so we're going to learn some really key nuggets tonight. And I'm hoping that you guys will come away with a newness about your anger. Because guess what? We all been, we all have some form of anger and how we control it and how we um, glorify God with it is really up to all of us to practice having some form of, of self-control. So let's get right into our uh, episode tonight of letting go of anger. You see, people of God, anger is a big deal in God's eyes because it wrecks lives. It destroys marriages. It even wounds children, separates friends, and causes disunity in many, many churches. Rage and resentment can take a terrible toll on us, our relationships with others, and our fellowship with God. Unless our responses are placed under the Lord's authority and directed by the counsel of his word, we leave ourselves vulnerable to extensive, and I mean extensive damage. 
Handling anger properly is a critical life skill that we all need. Let's, let's just be honest. Can I get an amen in the podcast land? You see, anger can cripple communication between two people and rip apart families and relationships, even in churches. Think of what would happen. I mean, I want you to imagine with me what would happen if everyone learned to deal with their anger. Just just chew on that for just a second. What would happen in our world if everyone learned how to deal with their anger? Think about it. Child abuse and divorce would be eradicated. Murder, terrorism, and war would stop. And many health problems would clear up. Because you know what? Some people don't even realize, doctors, that uh, they, they believe this, that anger can harm the heart as much as smoking and high blood pressure do. The number one predator in cardiovascular disease, more important than even cholesterol, is mismanaged anger. Besides high blood pressure and heart disease, anger can result in many other serious health problems. You see, God's word not only teaches how to deal with anger, but also how to overcome sinful anger. Now, I want you guys to realize that there's different types of anger. There's this thing called righteous anger. Righteous anger is expressed when we are confronted with sins such as in cases of child abuse, uh, pornography, Racism, we're dealing with that right now. Sexual fornication, abortion, and even more and more different types of righteous anger. Now, the biblical Christ gets angry at sin. He really does, even the sins of his disciples. Now, this is scripture in Matthew chapter 16, verses 21 through 23. It states that from the time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed, And on the third day, be raised from the dead. uh, Peter took him aside and began to rebuke Jesus. Can you imagine? Imagine that saying, far be it from you, Lord. This shall never happen to you. But this is what Jesus said. He turned around, looked around, couldn't believe it. He says, Peter, or he didn't say Peter. He says, get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me. For you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Now, that had to be a heavy thing for Peter. You see, people of God, Jesus is perfectly righteous and holy and cannot endure the presence of transgression without responding in some form of correction because his anger is always, it's always righteous. Now, Now, James also gives us an excellent instruction when it comes to righteous indignation. That's different than regular anger. See, in James first chapter, verses 19 and 20 says, Know this, people of God, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak and slow to anger. For the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Powerful stuff, right? Does not produce the righteousness of God. Now, the apostle Peter echoes this advice, especially for those times when we face those antagonistic things towards God and in the things of God. 
You see, everybody can also channel righteous anger into organizations that combat the influence of evil in our world. Our outrage as believers should lead to bringing others into a loving relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, there's this thing called the ungodly anger. Anger can become sinful when motivated by pride or allowed to really linger for a long period of time. And this type of ungodly anger is unproductive and distorts the purposes of God. Everybody, and I mean everybody in this world, must put aside all sinful anger and abusive speech. Now, there's a scripture in Colossians 3 and 8 says, But now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. Now, listen, can I break this down? If you're really honest, your reaction to this verse is probably, man, I totally agree. But really, how do you do it? How do you really do that? See, it's easy to say, put all malice, all anger and abusive speech aside. But it's another thing to actually do it. Well... Here, Paul seems to say, you're angry. Just stop it. Stop being angry. But I could see if I, it was me, I'd be like, but Paul, when I was a child, my parents abused me. And, and right now I'm just so upset with them and I'm just angry at them. Paul responds, put it all aside. But, but, but Paul, listen, my wife nags me constantly until I'm ready to explode with anger. He responds back to me, put it all aside. Man, Paul, listen, my husband is a workaholic who leaves all of the housework with me and has me dealing with these kids. My husband is so inconsiderate. I'm so angry with him. Paul says, put it aside. Listen, Paul, my kids, my, my kids disrespect me and they don't do what I say, no matter how many times I ask them to do it. The only way I can get their, get their attention and have them obey me is to yell at them. Paul says, put it all aside. Man, Paul, listen, you don't understand, man. My boss at work treats me a, a, a certain way and treats the other people that he or she likes in the company a certain way. But he really treats me unfairly. Man, I get so mad. I, 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 just, I just can't stand him. Paul says, put it, put it all aside. You see, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Paul writes to people from pagan backgrounds who have been involved in some pretty serious sins, which undoubtedly left them wounded and scarred. They didn't have... Uh, to have study Bibles and Christian books on how to deal with anger. There were no video series series by famous Christian counselors. They didn't have TVs and, and Wi-Fi's and the internet. In fact, there were no Christian counselors. 
There were no magazines offering self-help articles on anger management. But all in all, Paul says, put it all aside. That just blows, it, it just blows me away. And it's really amazing. But what can we learn from this verse in the context of this letter? Anger, if we be honest, within ourselves is a giant issue to everybody. But you have a quiet nature. I mean, just because you have a quiet nature or you are loud and rambunctious, everyone has to manage anger in a healthy and controlled way that is really pleasing to God. This thing called anger can be used in a positive and effective way once we learn how to handle anger. But before we get busy, because we're going to talk about the consequences of anger, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the topic, letting go of anger. Hi guys, I'm Christopher. You may know me. You may have heard of me. I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries, San Diego podcast. And I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and you would like to donate, you can. Head over to Instagram at PhilGaleHoward and scan the QR code on the second slide of the most recent post. You can use a QR scanning app or you could just point your camera at it if you have another device that has a camera function. And it'll take you to either PayPal or Venmo where you can donate. Now the money is going to be used to provide for the homeless and the less fortunate and those who have been negatively uh, affected by the ongoing pandemic, whether it be job loss or whatever the case may be. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for your time. Okay, okay, we're right back. We're right back with our episode entitled Letting Go of Anger. So one of the things that we have to understand of the consequences of anger, there's a scripture in Psalms 37 verses 7 through 9. It says, be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Then it goes on to says, fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his or her way. Over the man who carries out evil devices. Proverbs 29 and 22 says, A man of wrath stirs up strife, and one given to anger causes much transgression. So the consequences to anger is it distorts our character. Unresolved anger reaches our innermost being with its corrupting poison. Instead of experiencing the peace and joy of Christ, we become filled with frustration and anxiety. A critical judgmental spirit leads to belittling others, others with unkind words. Hostility makes us disagreeable, argumentative, and easily offended by even minor incidents. Imagine threats, insults take root and shapes responses that are out of proportion to this particular situation. So we have to understand the consequence of, uh, of anger. Another thing that it, the consequence, it really affects our body. God did not design our physical bodies to live with sustained anger. You see, anger wrecks havoc on every internal system and can even result in deadly ailments like heart attacks and strokes. We might do well to ask ourselves, is hanging on to my resentment worth dying for? 
Another thing that that the consequences to anger, it, it damages relationships. Proverbs 14 and 17 says a man of quick temper acts foolishly and a man of evil devices is hated. You see, our anger is never just our own issue. It always affects others. And tragically, those closest to us are the ones who suffers the most. Smoldering resentment blocks intimacy and creates barriers of silent hostility. And an explosive episode of rage can inflict much emotional trauma and sometimes even physical harm. Another consequence to, to anger is that it's contagious. Can you believe that? It's contagious. It, it, it says, make no friendship with a man given to anger. This is Proverbs 22, verses 24 through 25. Make no friendship with a man given to anger, nor go with a, a wrathful man, lest you learn his ways and basically entangle yourself in a snare. Now, there, there are, the good news is with all these different types of consequences, there are there is solutions to live by when it's time to let go of anger. The first thing we need to do in order to let go of anger, we have to acknowledge that we are angry. I had this friend uh, back in the day and uh, they were really mad. And, and, you know, the words that we always hear people say, they say, I, I, I'm not angry. I, I really, I'm, I'm not, I'm not angry. I'm not, I, I'm just disappointed. You know, it's obvious to everyone around them or around us is that we're, we're really upset inside. But we couldn't really admit to being angry because we have this title of being a Christian and, and we're supposed to walk this way and this, we're supposed to talk this way and we're supposed to act this way. Well, well, guess what? There's a question that, that a lot of you guys say, well, Christians get, get angry? Yeah, they get angry. Ephesians 4 and 26 speaks to us. It talks about be angry and do not sin. It says, do not let the sun go down on your wrath. You see, the Bible is very forthright about the fact that we will get angry at many times in our everyday lives. And it is inevitable that anger is not necessarily really a sin. In fact, when handled rightly, it really can be legitimate. A God-given tool, tool that fulfills a definite purpose. Really, that tool is to move us to take action to correct the situation that caused our anger in the first place. So it's not wrong to be angry. But where we do wrong is when we allow our anger to control us instead of us controlling our ang anger. And the first step to taking control of your, your anger is simply to acknowledge that we really are angry. Hallelujah. Probably the worst thing we can do with our anger is to sweep it under the rug and pretend it's not there. So we have to be very, very careful when it comes to anger. Ultimately, there is only one way to escape the deathly grip of anger 
when we have been deeply hurt or offended or frustrated. Sooner or later, we have to forgive the person we think was at fault. Now, there's a scripture in Colossians 3 and 13 says, bearing with one another. I'm going to say that again, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. It's another heavy thing that the word of God says. Forgiveness, being able to forgive is understanding that forgiveness is not a matter of how we feel. It's not about how we feel about the person or the situation, but of making the heart commitment to no longer hold their offense against them. You see, people of God, in effect, we make the decision to release them from the moral debt they owe us because of whatever they've done to us. And that particular decision doesn't depend on how we happen to be feeling toward that person. It's ultimately, I want you to underline this or write this down, it's a commitment of your will. It's a commitment of the will. Your will has everything to do with you being free of that anger. You see, when I make the heart decision to forgive and set my will to do no longer hold what someone did to me against them, God registers my forgiveness in heaven. And it doesn't matter how I feel about it. Now, we also have to pray the prayer of forgiveness. You see, once we make the decision to forgive, we need to take action and put that commitment into effect. Perhaps the most effective way to do that is to verbalize our forgiveness to the Lord. You see, when we declare to God our decision to forgive the person who hurt us, you see, we recognize that it is primarily to him that our commitment is made. So from that point, our forgiveness of the offender is a spiritual reality. No matter how we might happen to be feeling about that person at any particular time. The fact that we have forgiven them means we will treat them as forgiven. I want you to ask these questions to see if you're harboring any unrighteous anger. Is my anger directed toward another person? Is it without justifiable cause? If your anger is selfish, you need to repent, forgive that person, move on. Are you seeking revenge? If you have a desire to get even or harm the other person in some way for a misdeed, you are not operating according to scripture. Are you really cherishing anger? You might resist surrendering, surrendering your frustrations to the Lord. Maybe on some level you want to be upset. Unless you release it to God, however, you will be unable to experience the freedom he longs to give you. Do I have an unforgiving spirit? Perhaps you feel that you simply can't lay down your anger. But I have some good news for you. With the Lord's help, I'm confident that you can be free of that anger. While suffering a 
horrible, I mean a horrible death on the cross. Jesus, this is what he prayed. I can't believe it. They were mocking him and, and tearing him down. Jesus cries out in his pain. He says, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they're doing. I'm telling you, people of God, everyone that's here on the podcast land, let us follow his example and graciously forgive anyone who offends us. That way you and I will be free to enjoy the abundant life God has planned for us. And let the people of God say amen. Let us pray, Father God, in the name that's above every name. We give you praise. We give you thanks for your words. Your words bring life. Your words brings clarity. Your words is a, is a light to our heart and to our soul. So you see what our heart looks like. You see what our soul looks like. You see the anger. You see the, the darkness. You see the pain. You see the tears. You see the loneliness. You see the frustration. You see it all. And you know that you did not, you did not create us to have to harbor anger. So in the name of Jesus, oh God, help us to live by your principles and your standards. Help us to apply your words to our life so we can be free, so we can forgive, and that we can use the gift of forgiveness to be a blessing not to just ourselves, but to our family, to our friends, to our children, to everyone who we come in contact with. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do in our lives concerning anger. Help us, oh God, to let go of the anger and let you have your way in our lives. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, that's another podcast down. That's another episode down. I'm hoping and praying that you're receiving some great things from this podcast. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries San Diego. We are so happy that you guys are tuning in and we're just growing leaps and bounds. We're so thrilled and excited of what God is doing. Nothing that we're doing. We're just part of the journey. And so again, if there's any questions that you may have concerning this ministry, please email me at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd at gmail.com. Or you can personally email me at pastorphil at lovingkindnesswc.org. That's pastorphil at wc at lovingkindnesswc.org and please just let me know that you're out there let me know if there's anything that i can do to help you along your journey please continue to share the podcast please continue to share the podcast we are we are reaching the whole world we're going to all the out outermost parts of the world touching people's lives restoring relationships bringing resolution to problems we're bringing hope again we're bringing a light to those who are in darkness. So please continue to share the podcast and let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. Please, if you'd like to give to us um, the cash app, the dollar sign, full of life SD, be led by the spirit, whatever you want to contribute to our ministry, we would greatly appreciate your gifts. And so let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. Again, we look forward to, to, to seeing you guys each and every week. And let's continue to march in Jesus' name. God bless. God bless.